Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I won't call it embarrassing, but certainly as frustrating as what looks like is going to happen with college football sooner than we thought. I mean, we, we all know the direction the college football has been heading with these two power conferences. I know it's the power five. It's really the power two. Uh, long term, and that's the Big Ten and the SEC. And we know next year the college football playoff is going to 12 teams, but there was already a lot of momentum to go to 14 two years later. And that's where we're kind of talking about today the future of college football playoff, a 14 team model where basically instead of what we discussed a week ago, where the Big Ten in the SEC would get uh, four spots. Yes. This would be three automatic qualifiers per, but the Big Ten and SEC want automatic double buys for their conference winners. So they're like, so, okay, you're not going to give us as many spots guaranteed, even though we can still end up with like five spots. Uh, but we want to make sure our schools and our conference has the buys. The, this sucks, but they can do it because this is the problem. We've allowed conference realignment to allow two conferences because of the money and the money they get is way more than everybody else from TV rights. We've allowed them and the TV networks are to blame for this as, as much as anybody We've allowed them to have this much power and control where they can put this pressure on all the other leagues and they're going to get what they want. And that's what sucks. It is completely unfair to give just two conferences the double buy every single time. I think part of the reason they're doing this is to put value on their conference title games and no one else's, right? Like from a conference title game perspective, theirs would matter. The Big 12s would kind of matter, but not nearly as much as the SEC and the Big 10. I I still think this is, I can't believe that these conferences, and I understand that it's about money and I understand all this. Is there not a single person inside of anybody in college football, especially in the SEC or the Big 10, that wants to make sure that this lasts as long as it should and not ruin the sport with this? Because that's where I feel like it's heading. And also, screw the Big 10 specifically for this, because they're like, well, we're just as big of a badass as the SEC. You got to listen to us together. How many titles in the last 20 years does the Big Ten have? Try to juice the stats for themselves because they never, and I do mean never win it. The last Big Ten champion was in 2014, a decade ago. The last one before that was none in the last 20 years. They got a singular. The ACC and the Pac-12 and Big 12 have just as many if not more during that time. The ACC obviously has more because I got Florida State and Clemson a couple of times. Like, you're letting us control it? You guys can't win anything. So now you got to rig the system in your favor? That's what I, specifically with the Big Ten. The SEC, 
I mean, I don't care if they get a double buy or not. They'll probably win a lot of championships no matter what, for being honest. So, so that's the weird thing. So one, what you said about like you can't believe anybody has not stepped in and said, well, again, the, the toothpaste has been out of that tube a long time ago. Like there's no going back, unfortunately, to what it was in 2010 and before that. I mean, it's just... We th- this this was the potential path. Everything was headed oh, down Michigan the minute. I forgot about that. The, the, the minute, I, I, was, I was going the, to mention the, that. The, 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 screw the, them. The, the minute um, <laughs> the Big Ten just won a championship. Um, the the uh, overall, I get the point. Yeah. Um, the realignment steps that have taken place over the last decade plus have set up where we're at now in, in collegiate athletics. And why are these two particular conferences able to dictate basically the future of college football? Because we all know, like, these dollar amounts, this particular season alone, 2024, the Big Ten media rights, average payout per school, $73 million. Yep. SEC, 57. It'll be 74 next year, but it's weird. This year, it's 57. The Big 12, compared to 73 in the Big Ten, the Big 12, $43 million. The Pac-12, we know it's going away, but $36 million. The ACC, $37 million. They have the worst deal of the bunch. That's why Florida State's yeah. trying to leave the conference. But that 40, a four, between the ACC and the Big Ten, a $40-plus million gap that each school gets, that's why, unfortunately, they're able to dictate more because we've allowed it to get to this point uh, where clearly money is all that the commissioners and the athletic directors and these presidents of these universities uh, care about. And, and they decided a long time ago that the product, the rivalries, all that stuff didn't matter because they wanted the money. So I understand how the money in the sport works and why these decisions are being made. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't fight against it. I'm not going to just lay over and die for every single thing. Well, that's just like, fighting, well yeah. it, it is it is a, it is the way that it is, because. Look, college football has never been an equal sport, just like Major League Baseball isn't an equal sport, and I understand that. So, you know, Ohio State will get to have, or Alabama, right, they'll get to have nicer facilities, a higher-paid coach, better recruits. They already have every mass advantage. So then on top of this, you have to juke the actual big advantage in games in your favor? We shouldn't be, that'd be like saying, well, the ALE spends more money, so every year they don't have to play in the wild card round. The second you start messing with games, that's where I have a problem. When you are giving yourself a decided advantage, not monetarily like you already have, you got more money to spend because of the TV rights deal, you get better recruits and everything that we said. But to actually screw with the games part of it, it it'd be the same, like, what's the difference between that and Georgia being like, well, hey, look, a strength of schedule doesn't matter for us anymore. We get to schedule Lindenwood 13 straight times and you still got to put us in. That sucks. That's just not a fair. That is the most unequal thing any sport does in this country at all. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm never going to hear me disagree that it doesn't suck. Uh, I mean, th- this is, again, where we are going to continue to go down the path of eventually being Big Ten and SEC only and whatever they're going to call it. And it'll be a different name in 10 years. It'll be these two and that'll be their own championship. And then whatever the leftovers are, will have their own new version of whatever that postseason looks like. That's unfortunately where we're headed. And this is, this is where it's at. So you're right. You don't have to sit down and, and agree with it. I don't agree with it either, but this, like, there's no going back. Like there's like, there's nothing all of a sudden I don't, you're, you're not going to be able to be like, you know what? The big Ten's going to wake up tomorrow. And be like, you know what? We actually liked how it was in 2005. Like there, it, there is no going back. We, the, we, we did, we, there was a chance to stop it many, many years ago. If, if at that point in time, one of these conference commissioners or school chancellors did it, then yeah, we, pre- we are way past the point it's, of let's make it fair. We're so far past well, that and it sucks. So the thing that is 
I think eventually we're going to get back to where it was. And the reason for that is because if you picture it, I guess, as a volcano right now, it's smoking a lot. It's going to blow up. Everybody's going to leave and disperse. And they're going to realize that it wasn't that that it's not that we're going to get back to the point, I think, where we have a collection of groups that understands and knows what's going on and there's no Mm. corruption going on. But it, but it might. I would not love involve... to be as optimistic as you. I I, I would love for that well, to happen. Well, I just it, I think that's. But it's going to take what you're saying for the SEC and the Big Ten to leave because that is going to it's going to happen. But then it won't be the same as it was though because it, you're right. Like there there will still be some other grouping of con- like nobody's saying that the schools that are not going to be are just never going to play football again. Of course not. There will be some form. I don't know what it looks like. But if we know that what is the, the dollar amount is going to be even more drastic and that let's say the Big Ten has 28 teams and the SEC has 28 teams and we call it the whatever division, the whatever conference or whatever sure. conference, and we know that those are perceived as where all the good players go, right? Which is already kind of happening, but still, sure. it's where all the good players are going. Worse. Even oh, worse. Yeah. The NIL money is, I mean, it's just completely even crazier than it already is. We're going to watch that championship game because that's going to be the better product. And then, yeah, why still watch whatever? If KU is not part of that conference as an alum, why still watch whatever the the other? Sure. But I will know that winning that is not the same. It'd be like winning a triple A championship. I don't get as excited about the Royals triple A team winning a championship as I would the Royals winning it in 2015. I I disagree with that because there's there's going to be all these teams up there who are labeled as better, but they play each other so much. And since there's so much disparity they're trying to become the NFL, but they're not the. It's not the NFL. You're going to have a championship. Let's say it's Ohio State, and let's say it's Alabama. That game might be 31 to nine, and that super like like the Super Bowl that that year, and it might be consistently a 20 point game where both both teams are really good, but the game is not good. So I, I think so that, that the I mean, product is most the product years that's happening. Most years, the SEC is. It, I mean, now I'm glad they're expanding to 12. But like when it's been four, this this past year's not the best example of it. But no, like, not this one. But but, but most of, of the ones. times, that is true. Like what you're saying, and you're right. We do complain about like that's kind of what what the 14 playoff has I, been for the I, most I, part. I know, but you can't say it's a better product when the games suck. No, but people people are watching. Man, the ratings show people are watching the SEC more than any of these other leagues. But because this is it's where the only it's that's all that's put on TV. If you look at the amount, what do you think? You think that the the other networks are going to suddenly be like, we don't want the we? You think ABC is going to say we'd rather have the what is viewed as the crappier uh, class of college football? Well, well, that's what I'm saying is that because of what the networks have done and the conferences have done to make more money, everybody's investing money into those. uh, the The networks are investing money into those conferences, so you miss out on the good. The past three years. The two best conferences have not been the Big Ten or the SEC from a top-to-bottom perspective. It's been the Big 12 and the Pac-12. And nobody's watched those games because they're not on TV. The product is is just as good, but they're not on TV to see it. So as a result, they're only watching the Big Ten and the SEC. That's why they're getting why, why, so much more money. Why would money. that change, though, Drew? Under the, like, how, how is that going to change, though? It, but they have to leave in order for it to change. Here's the but problem. But their games are still going to be tele. I mean, we're, we're, how's it That's, changing? It's the no, same thing. No one's making it. But here's here's the problem. What you're describing to me eventually has a bubble that bursts. Yeah, it's you going cannot, to totally explode yeah, on itself. It, it's you, not going to last. You cannot do what you're describing. Only put 50 teams in a conference that matter and then have anyone relatively care about anything else. So you're going to have to make... All your hay on these 50. To me, this is the equivalency of, like, when people quit watching baseball because of the strike. If they go to two conferences, 50 teams, I'll tell you right now, I'm out. I'm out. 
Like, I'm not going to keep watching a product that eliminates 75% of the entire sport. I'm not going to just watch. Look, if you go to Ohio State, if you're an Ohio State fan, if you're a Michigan fan, you'll hold on to those fans. But you're eliminating the possibility of getting new fans the same way as in when everyone has an opportunity, every team has a chance to at least participate in the system. They're trying to eliminate half of the system. It's just a bad, like, I think it's a dangerous road they're walking. They're doing it for the gains now. I'm not surprised to find out they're doing it for the money now. But they shouldn't be surprised if 15 years from now, they have popularity problems. Because part of this with all the college sports, the thing that doesn't make a sense about, like, just going for the money is, is that if I want to just watch football, good football, I'll watch the the NFL. Problem solved. I watch collegiate athletes, not because it's a better version of football. It's a worse version. It's a decidedly worse version. Less athleticism, less good quarterbacks, less competitive games. You watch games. it for the pomp and circumstance, Hell and there's also yeah. pomp and circumstance, and you watch it because it's fun to look at a college player and be like, "Wow, what would he look like in the NFL next year?" Right? Like, there's some of that. Like, we some of the intrigue of watching Michael Penix play for Washington this last year is like, man, I wonder what he would be like in the NFL in a year from now. At least that's how I how when I yeah, when I watch that, a little bit. Like, I think that might be a lower benefit for me, but yes, it's definitely in there. That's the same problem with college basketball. You do the same thing, and look, college football might just do its own thing. And college basketball might be less touched as a result of that because it just it the money's different and everything kind of flows different. That that's my big thought on why I think the Big Ten and SEC are doing what they're doing is they're they're trying to be the good guy in this situation, kind of like the way that I said the the Chiefs ownership is doing everybody in Jackson County is we're trying to look like the we're trying to give yeah. you something. The Big Ten and the SEC, we're we're giving the group of five an automatic qualifier. We're gonna give the Big Twelve and the ACC also two automatic qualifiers, but but we need this. It's enough to say we're trying to help you, but not get it approved where the Big Ten and SEC can then say, okay, we're leaving. But I, again, I, I think Cody explained it a lot better. It's a bubble that is going to get so big, it's going to explode on itself, and it's eventually going to have to reset. Yeah, I mean, I... There, there, it's if you're thinking it's going to be what it was in 2010 again, that's never happening again. Oh, like no, in no. collegiate sports, no, no, like the, we're not, they're the not going to move. Missouri's reset. not coming back to play Kansas no. in the same conference once the, the bubble burst. It'll college football still what it is today is still in large part what it's going to be in the future. Like we're not the good old days of college football and when it was rivalries and all, that is long gone. I mean, they're still having the rivalries now. Oh, but uh, not to the same extent, man. Come on now, like no, not close. to the same extent. Like, I mean, yeah, not, but uh, it doesn't but, mean I, nearly as much. I mean, yes, yeah, some of the the right like Ohio State Michigan when they're playing each other in the same conference that exists but heck even use the KUMU example I know they're starting to play each other in sports again it's not the same rivalry at and all that might just be a big 12 thing no. because Clemson and South Carolina have always played each other and will continue to play each other and they're in two, two I think it's just I don't think big, they'll continue to play I, each I think, other when if there's separation of the conferences nope if the Big Ten and SEC leave then yes but but I but I think that as long as they're still collectively a part of the FBS they're always going to play each other it might just be a big 12 problem because I mean, Michigan, like Notre Dame has still played you. They've always played USC. They're still playing them. And I know they're an independent, but they're, they're all, they've always played them. Like some of those are still there. All right. We can get back to this a little later. Uh, you know, uh, it's a mess because college football is run by um, idiots. In my opinion, we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s. It's better only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.